ladies and gentlemen, it gives me great pleasure to bring to you one, episode five. Murder, murder, murder. Welcome everyone to episode five of season one of the Juggalo Rewind. This is Peter, and I'm here as always with Chris. What's going on, Chris? Not much. Not as always. We had a special guest last week, but uh, yeah. I was there in spirit. Everyone's always there in spirit. Floating in the, the weed clouds above, second hand, <laughs> not second hand smoke. <laughs> there's, already, there's been lots of weed songs already, and we're only a couple weeks in. <laughs> we're starting to get a theme, I think. We're starting to figure out who Twisted is, as you guys discussed. We are. We're, uh, we're going to learn more and more as we go through the season, right? Start yeah. nitpicking and learning different things about them. So, as you know, this is the Juggalo Rewind, where we go through uh, an album song by song and kind of dissect it, talk about it to death, about things that no one really thought about or cares about. (laughs) That's a good way to put it. (laughs) That's a tag. We'll we'll put that on the back of the (laughs) t-shirt. If you want to find us, we are at Juggalo RWD on Twitter and on Instagram. Chris has been doing a bang-up job on the old social media. He's picked up this uh, this skill from his younger brother, who is a yeah. social media expert. But Chris is picking up the slack and doing much more of it than I am. So trying, we're trying to be more engaging. Yes, not like our well, not like my former podcast <laughs> self. We're, we're we're trying to do a good job here. So follow us there on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, you can email us at juggalorwd at gmail dot com. If you, you know, find anything that we missed that you want to talk about, uh, if you want to be a guest on a later episode, or if you just want to chit-chat about the Juggalo culture, feel free to, to email us. Uh, Facebook, you can find us on Juggalo RWD, but I'm having a little difficulty <laughs> catching up on that because it sucks and it's connected to my personal. So It's just got a, well, those little dust bunnies, <laughs> little tumbling weed rolling by on that screen. Hey, I'm, I'm trying. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's, it's tough. And then uh, we also have the website, which is Juggalo Rewind, the full words, JuggaloRewind.com. I actually think that's coming along very nicely. I don't yeah, know almost, if you've been there. Almost live, or is it live? It's live. Oh, we're live, pal. We are live. It's got a nice little player on the top that has all the episodes, and then it's got a little synopsis of each episode. Some of the uh, links of the uh, uh, clips we, we discussed? R- right now, I think it's only... <laughs> Got the video of uh, Chuck Morris. <laughs> That's all foot. it needs. Yeah, <laughs> but other than that, yeah, we're gonna try to sprinkle stuff in. But it would just be stuff that you see on social media anyway. So, oh, you fool things though. I um, some of the songs and videos are just little snippets and stuff. Yeah, so go there if you can't do anything else. Yeah, check us out on all those, and then obviously you're listening to us somewhere. We're on Spotify, Apple, Google. Podbean, uh, um, on a whole bunch of stuff. Every time I get a chance, I try to add us to something else. So we're out there. Uh, even that one person in the Philippines that's listening. Yes. Hello. <laughs> Please reach out to us. Let us know who you are. <laughs> so do all that. Check us out on social medias and on the internet. While you're there, you can also remember to, uh, what do you call it? Enter our contest which maybe now we'll actually get to explain better than we have in the past couple episodes. We had some uh, new entries on Instagram. Someone was uh, 
recently tagging someone on on a post promoting the post. So yeah, we we'll, we're getting a little tied up, but yeah, we'll, we'll get there. We can count that. We we have enough to yeah. you know we'll help everyone out. We want as many people in there as possible. So there's three ways to enter the contest. First is find us on Apple Music and rate review and uh, give us five stars. That helps the algorithm. That's what they say. And then the second way is to go to Twitter and. Uh, what what do we do the the retweet of the yeah, pin tweet that one's easy it's pinned at the top so you could find it you know quick and easy yeah that's the easiest one possible follow and retweet Instagram would be to find the picture regarding the contest and then tagging a friend and obviously following us because if you don't follow us then we won't know who you are right. and how to find you so. One on Instagram, one on Twitter, one on the Apple Music. And if you don't want to you know, win the prize, still spread the word. Tell your friends. Juggalo, non-Juggalo, everyone should give it a listen. Yes, as another Juggalo podcast says, <laughs> Juggalos and Juggalettes and those of not the Juggalo persuasion? Or? No, you butchered it, but it's, it's something along those lines, yeah. Well, those who do, don't, don't identify as such. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good one. That is good, huh? There, there's lots of good and funny uh, Juggalo podcasts out there, and we're just happy to be in the group. Check us out on all those social medias and uh, let us know you're out there. This week, we have no guests again. So we, we had a guest last time, no guests this week, but that's lonely. okay. We're lonely here in the, in the studio, but we'll make do. This is a good week here. Episode 5, we are talking murder, murder, murder. Yeah, so this is a this is a classic, right? This uh, one's. Uh, I, I think so. I think one. this is going to be a a classic episode for us for a classic song on most tasteless. You ready to jump on in, or do yeah. we have anything else to? I think I think we uh, we we get to the uh, what do we call it the, uh, the the guts of it, you know, the meat and potatoes. Yeah. All right, so we're talking murder, murder, murder. The producer of this song, none other than the ROC. Which we'll we'll get to a little later. That uh, might need to credit a little bit someone else when it comes oh, to this, comes to the track. Come on, I don't know. No, we can say that about everybody. Don't don't <laughs> d- discourage. We'll, we'll get to it. We'll we'll discuss it a little later. And uh, if you're following along, or I if love you, RLC, sorry. yeah, <laughs> if you have followed us along, or you just know your twisted history, ROC would be the third member of the House of Crazies, alongside Monoxide and Jamie Madrox. That's right. And we'll get into how that all turns. You know, into each other here in a little bit. Time on this track: three minutes and sixteen seconds. What? <laughs> I did not catch that. There I you said go. It was three minutes and sixteen seconds. Oh hell oh, yeah! What? Track number: We're talking number five on the original Most Aceless episode five. Track number five. Not on the reissue. Yeah, we're off the rails now. Two weeks in a row on oh, on the lineup of the. We're, original on the reissue well i mean this just shows if people have been asking you know what episode is next and what order are we doing it in you can kind of see that we're just sticking to the og here we're, we're going right. in order and we're going original most tasteless so and i think in the ter- current uh climate this is the one that's more recognized just because um twist has been able to reissue this version this is the version on streaming so it seems like this one is popped up you know more in uh, history than I you would agree. say the reissue yeah it's uh it's more classic. Which is funny, because I think for a while, you know, the reissue was the the main one. Right. And just, uh, you know, the pa- past five, ten years, it's switched. I wonder why that is. I'm sure we'll dig into that in future yeah. episodes. Not on the, re- on the re-release, as we mentioned. Uh, not on the demo tape. Not on the House of Horrors tour. So we're skipping over those for this episode. And this feels like a track that would be on either of those, you know? Kinda. You would you would think so, but um, maybe not. 
Maybe. Well, obviously not. not <laughs> I say maybe, maybe not. <laughs> so now we're going to dive into the lyrical content of said song, Murder, Murder, Murder. Are you ready, Chris? Do you I'm have ready. Your, you have your computer with your uh, AZ lyrics or I whatever. I have my handy-dandy book here, which I'm pretty sure I'm going to start like posting pictures. Oh, of. your little notes? Yeah, maybe like... Uh, Maybe the day that each episode comes out, maybe idea. I'll just show a, a picture of what we're doing. So, and when, once we uh, once we, we blow up, you know, that'll be a Patreon exclusive. That's people. That's what people do with that, right? They, they <laughs> yeah, charge see, a buck for you to see that. You want to see Bruce's notes before his podcast? <laughs> there, yeah, that's no. Oh, I can't post my little uh, X Men Xavier School notebook because no one could read my notes. <laughs> Though there are funny notes on here that really make no sense. Like uh, this is for a future episode, I just have Fago. Uh, better than better than Moon Mist, which we'll get to that. <laughs> oh man, maybe next week. But that's next week. We're talking murder, murder, murder. So let's dive into the lyrics. I think just to, to sidetrack a little bit, this song is going to be more, or this episode, I should say, on this song is going to be a little more of what I thought this podcast was going to be like. The first couple episodes, we were just like, oh yeah, the lyrics, like these things are interesting, or these are noteworthy, or chant worthy. Right. But now, these next couple songs like tell a story. And those are always the songs that I think I like more. So we can do a little more diving into each verse and talk about like what they were talking about. It's not just like mm-hmm. random words that sound cool, beating the shit out of people, things that rhyme. Right. Like Now we're talking story time, which I enjoy. Well, and we both, of course, you know, sucked in originally on the Insane Clown Posse, and they were, you know, Big on telling stories. You you what the insane clown posse? <laughs> we were first brought into this uh, juggalo culture through the clowns, so you know it's only fitting that I think the uh, storytelling kind of you know continues on I, as, a, as a focal point. I'm with you. So uh, first verse, we're going monoxide child. Yes. I guess before we do that, let's backtrack. I seem like I backtrack a lot here. Uh, as we said, the ROC does did uh, get production credit for this. Yes. Um, even though it wasn't on the demo tape or on the tour, A, it's clearly an HOK sound. It's yeah, and that's, uh, I mean, we could, I guess, yeah, discuss kind of that first before we get into the, the song yeah. itself is, yeah, this definitely feels like a House of Crazy song. Um, it sounds a lot cleaner than the old House of Crazy albums do, but like the theme, the content, the the beat being heavily uh, sampled, almost yes. <laughs> straight up a different song, um, is you know very House of Crazies era sounding. So yeah, yeah just I think the, for sure this is where that came from. Yeah, right off the the rip, like you can say, oh, it, we're going to talk about this more throughout the season, but we've alluded to it just from beat one. You can tell it's like pre psychopathic, right? You know, it's just got that aura and that sound to it. So we've been discussing how this is uh, ROC's, tra- you know, ROC's track that he produced, and this mm-hmm. sounds like an old House of Crazies one. And a friend of ours, Kelly, has the podcast uh, Fresh as the Word. So I dug back. He interviewed ROC a few years back or so. This is early on in his, and they kind of touch on you know the split between twi- when Twisted left and the sound, the yeah. difference. So he says that he they just had a different vision or a different. You know, they wanted to go a different way with the sound. And I feel like this one definitely, you know, sounds like the old House of Crazies more so than what the rest of the album sounds like. I think it still fits well in um, right. Tasteless, but like it definitely sounds somewhat different, especially more so than the other Scott Sumner, um, 
what is it called? The disc yeah, tracks. The, yeah, they're turn at the dusk. But yeah, he's got a good quote about kind of where that where they split when it came to the music. It's weird that they differed on where the music was going, but then Twisted just took the song. It's not like they hated it. It's not like he was doing a disco song. Yeah. And they're like, fuck that, we're not doing it. But it's clearly good enough for them to right. still use. Yeah, it just sounds like you could almost kind of see the maybe the beginnings of where Twisted was heading. Because Freak Show definitely sound, well, starts up sounding a lot different. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, so maybe that's kind of where that first riff happened is maybe this song. Maybe. Very iconic. And this has a House of Crazies vibe where, you know, Monoxide tells a story. Madrox tells a similar story, but it's a different story. And, you know, as we will talk about later, ROC has a verse that he's has out there that, you know, also is another story. So mm-hmm. that was very, you know, House of Crazies was each kind of telling their own story in a lot of tracks. And it's, suit. and it's clearly not um, just our speculation on that. Uh, it's been known, I guess, uh, another thing we've been recently digging into is Violent J's book, Behind the Paint. And there's a chapter about Twisted coming into their own on Psychopathic. And uh, I think I maybe I read this on, uh, on some kind of interview somewhere online recently where uh, ROC was given production credit for this song. Like... Twisted took it from their House of Crazies era, and they straight up said, like, hey, we want to give you credit for it. We're not just going to steal it. Like, we know you worked on it. It's, mm-hmm. you know, we want to give you your props for it. So right. that's kind of the backstory on him getting production credit in, in the book. And then, obviously, I mean, you can tell by the sound, but um, there's clear reason, you know, or that's not just a speculating like that. Yeah, we have enough. Clear uh, as day enough uh corroborating stories to confirm that (laughs) that's what it is yeah we're not just assuming oh this is hok it's definitely hok era monoxide's verse let's go through this a little bit um i know this isn't the case but it's kind of funny it always like sticks out to me when he says uh he starts a line with hocus pocus oh yeah and i'm like oh (laughs) in retrospect kids probably think oh like they were on the label with ICP, and he's like making a Dropping reference. A reference, yeah. I, I doubt that was the case. Like, assuming when this was written, like they were friendly or they knew each other, but there's no way he's like calling it out. There's there's other songs throughout Twisted's history where they like them and ICP will like make a call out to each right. other, but there's no way. But it was just kind of like stuck out to me. No, that, and it just kind of like lines up because you know Hocus Pocus was a huge single a few years right before this. So yeah, I, yeah, I think that's just a happy coincidence for sure. I also have a note here that we talk about how these songs are performed live, mm-hmm. and I think this is a pretty good live song. Oh, yeah. Um, I feel like there was a time where they just did Monoxide's verse, and they didn't do Madrox's verse. I feel like and I've I, seen that, because he, uh, he has the one part where the lights flicker on and off as he's stabbing. Yeah, exactly <laughs> what I have noted, that like the whole part where he grabs the knife out of his belt, yeah. like that part, it definitely like the lights flash on and off yeah. where he does the stabbing, and that's a very cool element to, For to sure. this and alive. But I I don't know, I feel like they they've done just his verse and I don't know if his Madrox I think sticks does. out better. You of think the, two, so? the two, yeah, when it comes to the uh, the story being told for sure. Oh man. And then uh, obviously You just I, like the masturbation part in Madrox. <laughs> hey, we'll get to that in a minute. <laughs> and then obviously like Monoxide's talking here about uh, all three of them, all three verses are talking about murdering someone. Mm-hmm. And you're thinking it's just for no particular reason. I think the hook kind of says that, right? Like, 
there's just don't ask why like right. they're just they're just killing for the sake of killing which is kind of fucked up but uh in the end in monoxide's verse it ends up being the mother of his daughter so you're assuming he's just trying to get her out of the way or she's like keeping it's his been, kid from her and it's a very maury storyline with this one <laughs> uh i mean did you pick up anything else from from this uh this verse here uh we were just discussing yeah murder for the sake of murder stuff this is uh we hate the term horrorcore mm-hmm. <laughs> but this is the most horrorcore track i feel like maybe out of all of both catalogs i don't know it's up there for sure this is like the epitome of a horrorcore song to me of telling a very disturbing it's like serial killer story yeah for sure none of it's like you know icp has a lot of the murder stories but they're very tongue-in-cheek goofy mm-hmm. uh this one's just like like you're uh, listening to a true crime story be reenacted through a song it's, it's yeah. heavy and dark for sure yeah usually i don't like that kind of thing but here i think it works and i don't know yeah. if it's the beat or just what it is but i enjoy it yeah and they both verses for something that was in 19 written in late 97 early 98 and hearing it at the time was oh that's intense and hearing it now it's still ooh, that's intense. maybe maybe there's like a little window where it didn't feel as intense like 99 2000 and now we're like Back to back a, into back it. to a moment of like, whoa, that shit was a little crazy. <laughs> still kind yeah. of crazy. Yeah, a little, uh, little too spooky for me, but uh, <laughs> it's still good. Uh, you got anything else on Monoxide's verse, or do we kind of cover? I mean, he's. It, it, I find it. I guess if we're gonna go that deep, I find it weird that like he's looking at his victim and then he heads for her room. Like just the way he kind of makes his way there. I think it's a little disjointed, but uh. <laughs> A little disjointed. But it's okay. Like, he gets there, he kills her, and then... We discussed the uh, Hocus Pocus reference. You think uh, Eminem, a few years later, listened to this, when he had the palms are sweaty, and then added his knees were weak? You think maybe he had a little influence? Uh, I don't think ten years later he remembered the song. <laughs> you don't think but... he won a Grammy on a, on a sampling a Twisted one? This isn't uh, an eight-mile podcast. This is the most hot-ass track, though. Yeah, it is. And so is this one. <laughs> All right, so that's Monoxide's verse. Then we go into the hook, which, I don't know, it's it's there. It's a hook. Oh, you know what? Talking about the hook, I, for the longest time, never realized the second line is, you never heard of Red Rum in reverse. Yeah. This I, don't, is what, I don't really know what they were saying or, you know, initially. What you thought they were saying? Yeah. And then you never heard of it. Like, yeah, when I was, when I'd like sing it, uh, you know, in my youth, ute. <laughs> and you're using me like yesterday when you were singing this? Yeah. I don't know what I was singing along to, but I definitely, it wasn't Red Rum in Reverse. I had You Never Heard Of. Ugh, that's just a little note I had. Yeah. I I think a lot of songs I'm like that, and I really didn't know what they said. I just, I liked it. Yeah, it just I, sounds cool. <laughs> no idea what they said. Verse number two, Jamie Madrox. I, I have a lot of notes on this one. <laughs> Right off the bat, we've discussed the uh, Tuesday, December 24th. Yes, not a Tuesday, December 24, 1997. That's a Wednesday, correct? Yes, but as we get later in the song, when he, or the next line, actually, time on the clock, one eleven. If it's one eleven a.m., maybe he's still living, you know, Tuesday night, you know. It's technically Wednesday morning, but, you know, when you're on a Saturday night and you're out all night, you still call it Saturday night. It's, it's until you fall asleep. It's not the yeah, next day. Yeah, so technically, if it's one eleven in the morning... But then he wouldn't say December 24th. He'd say Tuesday, December 23rd, 97. Oh, you're right. Yeah, the actual date's off. Well, uh, goddammit, Madrox, why'd you do that? But <laughs> didn't you find that there was a very similar real murder on those days? So I didn't pay to uh, get the 
Uh, there's, there's, there's a site to download old newspapers. Um, I didn't pay. I didn't want. I didn't want to subscribe to it because I would have forgotten. It'd be like five months later, uh, unscribing. Nonetheless, uh, they have a little JPEG of you know the newspaper from that day, and the headline read something like uh, "Man finds wife and mother-in-law slain in house," and it's you know December twenty-fourth, Wednesday. Yeah. Which just very eerie that this song kind of tells that story. Well, to be fair, there's probably a murder on every day in Detroit. <laughs> was <laughs> yeah, it local? Do you remember? Yeah, it was the Detroit Free Press. Oh, fire, yeah, it was. I, was, I uh, remember that. I mean, I don't story. remember the actual story. I remember <laughs> the you. Little, we'll, we'll post it, but it's very pixelated. Okay, so this is Jamie telling the story about how he's not stalking his victim, but how he's kind of prepping the, uh, the area. Right. So I, I think it's funny that he's like sneaking up to the house and the point <laughs> then my next note here is uh so far the plan's foolproof call from the phone booth got the message machine nobody's on the scene one kids nowadays don't know what a message machine is it's uh you know uh, <laughs> were they voiced. called message machines though no you would just call it a yeah, um, answering machine answering machine who answers the phone that's my note <laughs> like everyone so- did back then I don't know. Someone calls you at one in the morning. Even are, are you picking it up? We well, like, can't confirm it's one a.m. It could be one eleven in the afternoon, though, which th- wouldn't make sense that she'd be getting home from work that early. He's wearing dark clothes, parked on the side <laughs> street at one eleven in the afternoon, fucking dodging uh, school buses coming down the street. I, I guess, yeah, I guess it is one eleven in the morning then, because yeah. But yeah, no, that's fine. Just I'm like, who? I He'd be dressed up like the you know. Uh, cable man instead if it was in the, one in the afternoon <laughs> dressed like the cable man 134 <laughs> <laughs> fucking stupid check in meters check in meters around the back door it's <laughs> <laughs> fucking stupid <laughs> tune into our patreon for us doing weird owl versions <laughs> twisted song so then he uh he fiddle fucks around for 20 minutes finally gets to the back door it's taken 20 minutes to get to the back door. That is a long time. That is. He must have uh, really been taking care she of her. She must be rich. She has a long driveway. <laughs> That's true. The next couple of verses, he just basically kills her dog. <laughs> it's very sad. It's yeah, very kind of, depressing. I, there's some of it that I just never picked up on until I started reading the lyrics here, and like, or I just forgot about it. Like, <laughs> I always got that he like looked for the dog and kicked him. But I didn't get the fact that he fucking like slit his throat and stabbed him, or his broke th- his neck instead. Like, <laughs> there's a lot of shit that he did there. Yeah, I mean, and it's very graphic. The dog pees on the kitchen tile. That's just a sad visual to think of. Yeah, so much for man's best friend. Come on, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, he, um, I, I I made more. <laughs> <laughs> I made more of a note that he smacked him in his mouth with his empty gun like why do you bring an empty gun you're yep. gonna kill someone and you're not bringing a loaded gun oh, just to asshole. intimidate him i guess you know him who the dog <laughs> them they <laughs> the people in general to, to intimidate his uh his ex-lover i think well, yeah because he wanted to kill her with a knife apparently he just wanted the gun to like you know mind games scare her and then he had to hit the dog with it which like i said when i listen to this uh as a child <laughs> deuce deuce i mean they had the breaking glass when he says that, mm-hmm. I just assumed it was like a 40 ounce, which makes no sense because <laughs> 22 is not 40 ounces. You're Why? Like t- <laughs> I just assumed, oh, there's like a smaller version of a 40 ounce, I guess. I don't know. But <laughs> there's a smaller version of a 40 ounce. You probably found it. <laughs> Got one right here. <laughs> uh, yeah. 
I don't know. I, just I also thought he said looking for the family dog door, which again makes no sense because he's already in the house. The family dog door? Yeah, that's what I thought he said. <laughs> that's the best one yet. Like he's going to crawl in through the dog door? Oh, fuck. Maybe that's how I bit him the first time. He's sneaking in something through the dog door. That's great. That could be the best one so far that we've gotten this year. <laughs> Mark that one down. All right. So he, uh, he kills the dog. He goes upstairs, he masturbates all over <laughs> the girl's uh, pillowcases and sheets for uh, a better part of an hour. Or, <laughs> That's a lot of masturbating. Or, if you want to believe Chris, 13 hours. <laughs> he breaks in at 1 p.m., and then at 2.30 a.m., he's still just jerking, jerking his boy. It could be 2.30 in the afternoon. It's an odd time to be jerking off, but... Hey, you gotta do what you gotta do. Nighttime shift, then. Jerk off when you got to. This is where, well... Let's skip that for a second. I just want to... I'll get back to what I think our next thing is. He mentions, didn't expect to see Bones were alone. So clearly an HOK reference right. to his Mr. Bones name. Again, why, if they re-recorded this, didn't they change that? Does that mean that they recorded it earlier and just didn't do anything to it and kept the original? Like it's Well, seeing Madrax alone would make sense. Also, this they're both telling stories as a different person, so I guess... Uh, you're trying bone, to say Bones is an alter ego. Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> so is Jamie Madrox. That's not his real fucking name. You asshole. At the time, well, I didn't know that. <laughs> Even t- though I was an X Men fan. <laughs> At the time, like yesterday. Um, so uh, she comes home. He ends up killing her. Uh, ends up suffocating her, strangling her with the telephone cord. That's a lot of a. Uh, that's an intense strangulation. Yeah. Telephone cords, not that. Is it like the shitty little curly ones? I think. And well, De Niro almost choked out Maury and Goodfellas <laughs> with that one. He had him, he hit him squealing for a minute. <laughs> and then he uh, ends up uh, stuffing her in the closet and uh, washes his hands, which is weird. As he moved to the bathroom to wash my hands, it's all part of the plan. <laughs> like, yeah, to wash your hands? Yeah. That was the final note in his note of how to murder her. Make sure you wash your hands when you leave. You don't want any germs from her butt. I would agree. Um, so let's go back, because I think this is the, the main part. Who do you think this woman is? Is his uh, significant other, I would assume. You're thinking it's a, like his current significant other, or like she dumped him? Like, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but like his ex? Ah. Uh, Sorry. <laughs> Crack um, one on, we'll let Chris uh, partake. My assumption is they're dating and she's a uh, she's cheating around with on him. I'm, I, might I take this that she's a businesswoman and she's been sleeping around through the office or you know, clients. Mm-hmm. And uh, clients. He, couldn't, he couldn't put up with it anymore and he murdered her. That's my, that's my take on the story. I don't know what his beef is with her mom. I don't know what her mom did because he calls her a slut for no apparent reason <laughs> on here. That is uh, interesting. It's very angry. Um, obviously, he's got anger problems. He fucking killed her. He, he also just comes on sheets and pillowcases. Does he take them off the bed? Make sure the pillows and mattress stay intact? Yeah, the is blanket? The, is it the ones that are on the bed, or do he go it's into the, fresh the closet? Like, he changes sheets. Get all crusty. Oh, this episode's not going where I thought it was. Oh, it's going exactly where I thought it was, which is why we're doing this podcast. <sighs> yeah, I, I I don't know. That's a very deviant move. If you're gonna <laughs> if you're gonna wash your hands so you don't get caught, <laughs> just all over the, the crime scene. Did he clean that up too? Uh, in '97, can you trace someone's semen back to you? 
I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. A lot of I watch a lot of uh, Law and Order. I, I know feel that, like there's some DNA. You watch some of the old movies and stuff, and they you know blood and fingerprints. You know all that. You know DNA samples that wasn't around like the OJ era. You just bleeding, jizzing everywhere. <laughs> There's blood and jizz everywhere. <laughs> oh, good thing our studio is soundproof. <laughs> everyone in this house is wondering what the hell we're talking about. So what, what do you think? What do you think uh, this woman um, is? I, just reading the lyrics now as an adult, I'm. I see what you're saying, but I think what catches me is uh, da 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 da. Obviously, nice blouse, tight shirt, like she's dressed up, business attire, for this hooker for hire. So I get that you're saying you think that, like, he's calling her a hooker for, like, sleeping around the mm-hmm. office. I was thinking, although there's stuff against this, I like to argue against my own <laughs> theory, that she's a hooker and he's f- fallen in love with her. And now he's coming back because she, like, either won't be with him or she, he just totally fell for her or he's just a whack job mm-hmm. that... That's why she's coming home at 2.30 in the morning dressed in a business suit because that's like, you know. Her business suit. Yeah. Or she's just, you know, finding Johns and she's dressed up like a slutty uh, accountant or whatever. The thing that doesn't tie to that is how he knows the dog. Or the mother. Right. Like, he's obviously been there before because he says the dog bit him. So he's like exacting revenge no, he, on the dog he could have been a creep then too if he was uh you know chasing down a hooker sneaking around her house got bit by the dog that's true sneaking around and her mom shoot him away like a, <laughs> yeah, so like a cat with a the broom your, your story could check out too i don't know i get that you're just angry and you call everyone a hooker and a slut and a whore but like the fact that he says it like that and again like why are you dressed up coming home that late so but to your point, maybe she uh, took a little uh, night dipski with the, uh, the accountant <laughs> I mean, down yeah. the street. So. Sometimes they work late and then they go out partying. I don't know. I better call my wife, see what she's doing right now. <laughs> good, good thing she's not at the office. She's working at home right now. Son <laughs> of a bitch. Um, the other part that I, well, here's a disturbing part, that while he was killing her, he was fucking her. Oh, yeah, that part is very yeah, disturbing. <laughs> I'll just skip over that. <laughs> There's lots of things in the season we... Like I said, are those not, are the parts where I'm like, whew, this one still is like an intense listen. Yeah. Stay tuned for when we do She Ain't Afraid in a couple <laughs> weeks and we're just going to skip over every lyric and not want to talk about it. The part where he says, uh, da, 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 I let her know I know her many faces. I guess that could go towards either one of our theories, That's right? True, that yeah. like he just treats her as a hooker, but he wants more, but he knows that she's different. Or like to your point, she's just like this nice normal Stepford housewife, but right. he thinks she's an evil hooker on the side. So, But she did get a good shot in. She got him a bloody nose, but... That's true. He's straight. Was though. that part of the plan, do you think? Did he have that factored in? He I might he take may, a shot to the mouth? Maybe. To the nose, I mean? Someone took a shot somewhere. <laughs> uh, and then, like, it ends kind of like what we were alluding to before. It's all part of the plan. Don't think you understand. Like, mm-hmm. it's all kind of... Like, they're saying that these are random kills, but they're not. They're obviously, they know both of them, but mm-hmm. they're kind of just like, hey, we're doing this, and there's no real rhyme or reason. I, I don't know. It, it's a little, maybe I'm off base on that. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't match up with the way they, yeah. the stories go. So that's kind of like a quick song. I mean, it's two verses, the hook, mm-hmm. three minutes, 16 seconds. I usually and then, got three sections. I feel like at least. 
it's kind of a weird thing with a two-person group that I feel like you've got three verses, so either someone's always doing two or you've got a dually mm-hmm. or whatever. But, uh, I mean, if we're talking, well, we'll get to the third verse in a second. Right. You want to let's go through. Um, was there anything else in those lyrics you want to talk about or anything? As iconic of a song as it is, I don't know if there's any, like, anything that shouts, you know, a, a classic juggalo line or, like... No, just the live scene the, was, yeah. The live is cool. Stabbing again and again. Yeah, I, even, I hate to, like, use this as a crutch, but, like, Madrox's whole verse is kind of, like, iconic to me. Like, it's, maybe to me iconic is, like, I remember it and yeah. I can kind of recite it off the top of my head, which usually I can't do, mm-hmm. but, uh... I don't know. No, yeah, because uh, there's no line or word or you know, phrase that comes out that's recycled and, like I said, becomes part of the juggalo lexicon. Is that, is that how you should say? <laughs> wow, the juggalo lexicon. That's <laughs> our, uh, our next podcast. <laughs> that's what we should name this. Damn, it's, oh, it's too uh, late. Yeah, I think the song in general, though, uh, stands you know stands out on its own. I agree. As a whole, not as a yeah. like individual. It's pieces. a number one. Like I said, it's the most. Uh, I hate to say it, horrorcore track yeah. uh, it, they've put out. I feel for sure. It definitely shows if this was the first CD that you picked up by Twisted that it's not just like oh, there's two rappers. Like now we're like oh, now we're seeing the horror element. To yeah, them, right. Like the other ones were just like. Yeah, two guys, whatever. And I was like, oh, shit, these guys are like, they're not talking about Michael Myers and Jason and Freddy and shit, but like, it's right. apparent that they're like... No, it's straight up just a serial killer storyline here. This yeah. is like, uh, you take this and some of them early Esham tracks and stuff where people talk about Detroit and like scary hip-hop. You yeah. know, this is for sure one of those songs. Um, for ICP being lumped in there, it's kind of hard thinking of them having any track that's like... Yeah, oh, I mean guts on the ceiling, and they had stuff like that. But early, yeah, very early. Then he definitely shifted fast. It was more like comedy horror. Right. This is like fucking jerking off on someone's pillow horror, which is horrific in my world. <laughs> I I don't know about you, but God, that sounds terrible. <laughs> That's what my nightmares are made of. <sighs> okay, uh, we're gonna come back to lyrics, but let's skip ahead to uh, what the song is also found on. Okay. Um. Obviously, this was on the original, as we said, the original Most Tasteless. Did not make the reissue, but quickly found its way onto Psychopathics from Outer Space, which don't you have around here somewhere? Back, backtracking a little bit. Oh, God. I just backtracked and forward tracked. Uh, just, just about the reissue. So the, uh, if you read the Cryptic Collection, which I jumped ahead and told Jesus you Jesus Christ, Chris. <laughs> for fuck's before, sake. Before I forget, they say it wasn't included on the reissue because of it being so violent and vulgar and... Whatever. Yeah, it's probably because they stole the guy's I was going to say, beat. do you think it's more so because the beat is just straight jacked from uh, uh, Cemetery Souls was the band, which we cannot find much information on. So Cemetery Slaves. Slaves. My computer died. Sorry. <laughs> computer died. Yeah. That's like your whole resource for our, uh, our notes and stuff. I was going to try to find a little break ski and grab the cord, but... Uh, we can make it through this episode. Don't worry. That band, like I said, you look them up right now, and it's impossible to find much on them other than they're from California, and they have 
not even an EP. They have like a single with like two songs and instrumentals. Yeah. Um, I, I I wonder if it just didn't clear clearances. That's more so than the the content. I'm not I, sure. I would agree. Um, I have another theory about that. Maybe we'll talk about later in the season. But you're right. If we're going straight reasons why something didn't make a national uh, publication. Being fucked up in in lyrical content and something not being able to clear a sample, like how can you argue those two? Yeah, so. I mean this is pre Columbine for sure, right? I feel like after Jesus Christ, I'm, I'm uh, saying after that, that's when like they're really clamping down on lyric content. That uh, was like '99. Yeah, I get thrown off on on my time frame. Obviously, that that's a the running theme of this whole uh, podcast. You're right. I think it was like 99 or 2000 because it was all back-to-back years yeah. of fucked up things in our world. 99 was uh, Columbine. Because we were, we were discussing this on an earlier one that like... Were you in high school during Columbine? 99? I was in I was in eighth grade. Jesus going into high school. Right. Yeah, I'm <laughs> old as fuck. I was either eighth grade or freshman year. I mean, that's kind of fucked up in itself to like be in school while that was happening. Yeah. So. But uh, my point was... I'd like to compare what else was out there. I think we discussed this on when they were editing secondhand smoke, those parts. And we're like, what, why, those? what out there do you compare to? Cause I felt like everything was pretty vulgar at the time to like, mm-hmm. but yeah, again, this is just straight up murdering someone song, like serial killer style. So yeah, it, yeah, it could have been like, Whoa, this is a little too much. You're not just like saying you're going to shoot somebody, you know, in a one line. Yeah. It, it's an okay entire to, song dedicated to murder. It's okay to put on a tape that you're selling at rock of ages, but not in Des Moines, Iowa next right. to fucking between like Twista and you two. local Walmart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That shit ain't happening. Yeah. I mean, cause, uh, the, the main sample is that, uh, cemetery slaves, but they also reference that it's, you know, the the uh, method man line on serial killer, mm-hmm. and yeah, that one is like more as a song about serial killing. That's more of a jokey, like they talk about like some vulgar like stuff doing to somebody. Like, yeah, I don't think it's as as graphic, graphic. as this when it comes yeah. to that point. I turn step by step through the back window. I crept silent as a mouse on the set while everybody in the house. Um, well, now that we've skipped sorry, the- I went way off the rails. Yeah, no, that's okay. <laughs> you skipped right ahead, but uh, yeah, there's definitely those two samples that probably kept it off the the uh re release. But uh, going back to what it's also on, it's on uh, as we said, Psychopathics from Outer Space, which looking at the CD, I mean, obviously. We talked about the CD is real sweet. Oh yeah, right? this got played like crazy. So this came out in 2000, right? I think so. Yeah, like late '99, early 2000. I remember picking that and Riders up at the exact same day at Rock of Ages. Both on Joe and Joey Records, as we call it. Um, kind of crazy. So not we're not talking about the CD in general, but it starts with the Dirt Ball, which is a brand new ICP and Twisted track. Right. Murder, murder, murder is right after that. So I'm not saying like someone who doesn't know what's going on is picking the CD up, but you're uh, pretty twisted heavy to start that CD, and that's right. kind of sweet for them, you know? Um, yeah, that, at that point, they're, I still, still consider, like, second in command there, you know, and but to give them... It definitely shows that they're made men. But these were know? for sure albums that were made for the fans at that point. They were, yeah. like, nationally distributed. 
and there's a ton of twisted on the CD. I mean, there's 15 songs, and they're on one, two. There's only four songs they're not on. I so see you got to look at it sideways because of the glitter. Yeah, God, uh, it's glittery as fuck. So I, yeah, sweet. I, I love I, that. I literally can't read that. <laughs> Where's the vinyl of that? <laughs> you can hold on to this. It's very <laughs> spooky and annoying to my sinus headache. Um, so, yeah, definitely uh, kicks off that CD well. Psychopathics from Outer Space. As Chris also alluded to, Twisted put this on Cryptic Collections 2. Did not make it onto the first one, but they snuck it on there to the second one. Those two versions are pretty much the exact same as what's on the original Most Tasteless. Now we come to, and the timing may be a little off on this, but I still, I mean, it's just how we're talking about it. I think it fits better. Eventually, ROC releases a HOK CD, right? Uh, Or is it the house at that point? Uh, it was uh, still called House of Crazies. For the night they came home, that's yeah. officially House of Crazies. So ROC kept making music, obviously, solo, and as the house, as House of Crazies, Half Breed, like he was in a whole bunch of things. At the end of the night they came home, ROC drops his verse for Murder, 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 which you would, again, tie back to they recorded this together years before, um, and he's now putting his version out so that everyone can kind of see not that it was a, a secret, mm-hmm. but that, hey, I had a part in this, too, and right. here's mine. I'm so. surprised they've never released it now that they're all back together as a oh. track altogether. Or they have. Oh, <laughs> there you go. Here we go. We'll skip ahead to that, and then we'll come back, because that's what we do. The full version, Twisted, released on Casket Cuts. Okay. Which was their House of Crazy CD and... Cassette tape, right? Three color tapes and one CD. Right. I think I have all three tapes. I don't think I have the CD. That was... I have the vinyl set, but they did not put that on the... Because that's like a best of, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, There's some new stuff on there, but yeah, it's like a, a weird... New songs, best of, oh, hard to find. Yeah, I think so. I wouldn't know. I have the tapes, and I don't have anything to listen to them. <laughs> Come to the van. <laughs> and then, just to skip ahead again, the beat for this, for Murder, 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 was used on the Cold 187 CD. Do you even have that? Have Man, you... when I seen you had that in the notes, I want to listen to it, because I love the beat, and I love uh, Cold 187, so... Everybody think that they untouchable Till they find themselves in the mix Get fucked like a bitch Shit I don't give a fuck about your muscle I'ma kill you quick And whoever you connected with The time is 6.38 I guess I didn't know this at the time And I didn't know it until literally like six hours ago um, His whole CD is themed about like his personal story about like becoming a hitman or whatever. Oh really? And they're all over psychopathic beats. Okay. So he I did thought all of the ones I really thought just this song, like, oh, they just used the beat over what but no, the whole C D is like Oh man. It's I like a, give this a listen. It's like a riders <laughs> of their own shit. That was on like the 
I don't know. Hatchet House or like the underground. They had like a, they have so many like different sub labels that they come up with. I don't know if it was or if it was a straight psychopathic. I didn't like catch that in my notes, but uh, that's that era where they had like a bunch of random shit. Yeah, they just um, they wanted like bring him into the fold. He came on tour with them. He put out his own CD, but then they in that time they uh, signed him and then he released that CD. So. There's a little bit of back and forth with him on tour with everybody. Yeah, it's kind of cool. He was around for a minute with everybody. Yeah. So let's go back to the ROC verse real quick. Do you have, oh, you don't have that up because your computer's dead? You, no. You have, do you have your notes about it or are you uh, blind to? I listened to it, but I did not take notes on it. So I'll, I'm going to let you lead here. All right. Uh, there's not much like, I don't know. I can't really follow what's going on. Maybe I'm stupid. So you tell me. Is his murder going to kill uh, a bunch of clan members like yeah it didn't it, it didn't match up with theirs it wasn't you know, going like, after a he mentions like mr kkk but right. like it, the part that he talks about um obviously he's like getting ready just like the other two like he's getting ready he's uh, grabbing his rope and his coat <laughs> this is gonna be a topic every week i love when i pull lyrics and they're clearly not right this is <laughs> one of my favorite parts my mind soaked with thoughts of cloaks and daggers being lunged at me. That's what I thought it said. This website says thoughts of clothes and dangers. Being, I'm like, how do you throw? <laughs> that's like just the AI it? was like trying to listen to it and put the lyrics to it. Yeah. So I think it's cloaks yeah, and daggers. For sure. it could, yeah, whatever. It could be something different. Killing the, the laundry mat. But the, <laughs> but the next line is plunged at me. White sheets are flung at me. So I assume the white sheets the the rope the kkk a yeah. bunch of noose references like i just assume he's like coming up on a on a clan meeting and just murdering everyone yeah i took it as just like uh who's that asshole who ran D- the clan uh, david duke david duke like yeah it was like like basically him he was going to take out who's the guy from uh howard stern that used to be the grand dragon uh, uh daniel carver <laughs> I forgot about that guy. Jesus, is he still alive? <laughs> I don't know. That was good times. Stern from 20 years ago. <laughs> Another funny part. It's not funny at all. And we're not a political podcast <laughs> here, but we tend to share our thoughts and opinions. In the middle of this verse, he, there's a sample. It sounds like from a movie. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what it's from. Um, my thing, it could be wrong, says... Uh, another more I know I'm going to have to kill us, but we're going to kill them first. Let's do this. So it sounds like it's from, mm-hmm. you know, I have no idea what it's from. So I Google it, right? I just pull like a little piece of it and try to yeah. see what pops up. Oh, maybe it's a famous like movie scene yeah, or book line you or didn't whatever. Remember or didn't know? <laughs> first thing on Google was something about Donald Trump. <laughs> and I'm like, well, all right. Did Donald Trump put this in a speech? <laughs> then I like changed it up a little bit and like oh, i'll just pull these words instead and it was a uh very hate filled speech website all of the uh, oh, uh, like n-word this and i was like ooh, um so you're thinking it's come from a famous I, kkk speech or something it could be are you saying that trump is part of the you know, <laughs> i didn't say saying? that you said that um <laughs> all i know is that my work my uh, search history at work is now littered with um stuff that uh, hate speech that so it just fits be. in normal <laughs> wow um 
So yeah, I just put that as a note that it was kind of funny that <laughs> the first thing that came up was like a Donald Trump speech, and I'm like, Jesus Christ, he's lifting all cake. <laughs> That's more of where I was going. With. He's like, who can I lift from? Uh, let's see, uh, Eisenhower, no. Uh, you How know, do you know? Lincoln, maybe no. just an HOK fan. He was like, man, remember that night they came home album when it was just ROC and what, the, what was the guy's name? Uh, Scraps. Scraps. If I had a vote, if he was listening to either House of Crazies <laughs> or David Duke, I would bet David. You never know. <laughs> That's true. He might have been a big fan of the Detroit rap scene in 97. <laughs> Ah, all right. So ROC's verse, kind of sweet. I just, if we're digging into it, that's what I assume. You know? Yeah, that's what, that's the vibe I got too. Taking out some clan members, and he ends up getting uh, killed in the process. That's a nice, like I said, nice House of Crazies type song though, where they each have a different story. Yeah, it all ties together, but it is. Uh, it's had, cohesive. We've had plenty yeah. of those for sure. Solo. Um. So we've talked about the lyrics. We've talked about the history. Everlasting lines, I, I think it's all kind of iconic in its own way. Not like one line in particular, other mm-hmm. than what we said. Um, other versions we took care of. So I think it's time to discuss where we drop the CD in our... You mean the you know, song? Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, drop the song in our history of, you know, on the album or your overall uh, enjoyment of said song. Let's just go with most tasteless. Uh, how are you ranking it on the CD? Keep in mind that the last two songs you've said are tippy top on your, <laughs> I quote, tippy top on your overall. Yeah, they're two of my favorite tracks by them for sure. Um, so let's see if we can keep that trend going. <laughs> I mean, it, it, uh, I think yeah, like I said, it's a uh, it's a staple. Um, top five, yeah, of, on the of, CD. On the CD, yeah, it's it's memorable. For Twisted in general, especially now, I don't think it's a... You think it's lost its luster? It feels more of a... Of their, not lost its luster, I'm saying for when you're taking Twisted as a whole now, it feels more of the past. Like I said, more House of Crazies, mm-hmm. early Twisted. The other ones, I feel like, have more of the elements of what modern-day Twisted as a whole is. All right. But as in Most Tasteless, yeah, this song, I think, is one of the... Uh, iconic moments. You're going to say that about every song, I guarantee <laughs> fucking to you. No way, man. You're such a mark. <laughs> such a kiss ass. They just, they just wanted to go hot and heavy right off the bat. All right. I'll remember that. I'm going to make a note about that. <laughs> kiss ass Chris. I think it's one of the top CDs on the... On the top God, CDs? God damn, I keep saying that. One of the top songs on the album. I would venture to say it's one of my favorite Twisted songs of all oh, time. Oh, wow. I didn't see that coming. Uh, I... I recently made like a, a playlist. I just went through every Twisted album mm-hmm. on Spotify and pulled to see like, okay, well, like what are my top 17 songs or whatever? And Oop. this definitely made it. So stop it. <laughs> so uh, I, is it like tippy top? It's, it's up there. It's definitely one of my favorites of all time. See, I, I don't know where I put it on my overall Twisted list. I don't even know if it make my top 10. But, don't, oof. but for most tasteless, I'd say it is for top. sure an iconic moment on the album. I agree. Maybe we should add that. I just, just created a uh, Spotify account for the Juggalo Rewind. We make some playlists. We, uh, Can we make multiples like yeah. that? Yeah. And we have the, the I, I started one for the weekly new music. I can't really do it for you because you're just listening to Pearl Jam Live every week. But, you know, we will <laughs> hey, share. I was, I was listening to a Ghost's cover of Metallica today. <laughs> there's a lot of cool hey, covers on that album. You're dating our yeah, goddamn podcast. All I'm saying is there's a Juggalo Rewind Spotify. Go to follow. We have a playlist for favorite new music that's. Not Juggalo, unless there's a Juggalo album this week. And uh, 
some other theme ones like uh, what songs we've discussed throughout this week, like mm. bad, not this week, throughout this season, like Bad Company by Bad Company. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> Do we, I'm sure by the time we listen to this or everyone listens to this, that'll be, we'll post something on social media. Maybe yeah. we'll toss something over on the uh, right side there of the website. Yeah, give it a look. Like follow Spotify. What's Share the, some other music, what we like, what influences us sure. outside of this world. Is there a easy way to search that, or is that we're just going to have a link and we'll figure that out? Well, it's not like Spotify.com slash Juggalo Rewind. No, you just there. search Juggalo Rewind on uh, Spotify, which the podcast will show up, but the profile should show up as well. All right, we'll test that out, and we'll let you know uh, yeah. via social media how to find that. I'll let everyone know what Pearl Jam bootleg I'm listening to. <laughs> I think Buenos Aires is my next one. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know how you could do it. I don't know how you can listen to the shit you listen to either, so shut the fuck up. <laughs> I'm just saying. Sorry, we're getting tested here. It's late at night and we're angry with each other. All right. Uh, is there anything else that we can uh, talk about, murder, 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 about, wrap a bow on this, and go about our business? Yeah, I think we. Uh, I think we hit it, like you said, uh... I'm su- I'm surprised it's uh, that high on your list. I feel like you're more uh, of the newer school twisted vein, so uh, it's I, interesting to see. I don't know if I would say that. I think I still have a lot on my top list of older songs, but yeah. uh, I don't know. The fact that it's like storytelling, I, I think, gets me. And then the the classicness of you know being one of their first songs, and I don't know. I like it. I can't say why I like it. I just like it. <laughs> don't question me. Don't judge me. All right, so that was episode five, Murder, Murder, Murder. As we've mentioned, follow us on all social medias at JuggaloRWD. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. JuggaloRewind.com is the website. JuggaloRWD is the Gmail account for you to share with us, email us. Send us here, yell at us is more important. And listen to us on Spotify, Apple, Podbean, Google, all that good stuff. All of them. Leave us reviews. Let us know what you're thinking. However you can get to us, just uh, give us a little shout ski. Let us know how we're doing. Let us know what you want to hear next. That was episode five. This is Peter. I'm here with Chris, and we will see you next week. Good night. On the Juggalo Rewind. Thank you. All music played in this episode and in this entire season is owned by the respective publishers and copyright holders and is reproduced for review purposes only under fair use. Season 1 of The Juggalo Rewind, Most Tasteless, has been produced and distributed with full permission from Magic Ninja Entertainment. Thank you to George, Mike, Dustin, and Twisted, and everyone at Magic Ninja for allowing us to do this podcast for you. (laughs) 